You're listening to. You're listening to. You're listening to. You're listening to. The Life Tree Community Church Podcast. Tonight we have a very special, special guest. Um, we have a, a guest missionary with us of all the way, ready for this? All the way from Freehold. <laughs> yeah, a Jersey girl is with us. A, uh, so one of us, and Tara is Tara Matthews is here tonight. Uh, Tara is a missionary to Costa Rica, one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Um, the best pineapple you will ever have anywhere, and Gallo Pinto, of course, Gallo Pinto. If you don't know what that is, just go to Costa Rica and find out. It's worth the trip just for the meal itself. Um, but uh, Tara's been, been serving in Costa Rica, is now back in a process called itineration, which means raising support uh, for her next journey, hoping to get back to Costa Rica to continue the work God has called her to do by uh, October. And uh, so we are uh, going to partner with her. Again, I encourage you, as, as Tara is talking, be listening to what God puts on your heart to give to towards her tonight. We support her as a church, but we'll also receive... Uh, just an offering tonight at the end, just for Tara, just to help her with her projects and things there, so that you can do that as a one-time thing, so you can do that, and you can also give online if you'd like to do that as well, but um, I just want to invite you to give a warm life tree welcome to Tara as she comes and shares with us. Dan was saying, 
Um, there's just so much need and so much brokenness in our world. Um, we so need Jesus. So we're going to be reading from Matthew. Let me open this on up. Hello. Matthew chapter 9. So Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. And it is... all that money 
And then the years to come, we would double that amount and triple that amount. And, and God provided it all. So, like, I have seen God's hand of provision in, in crazy ways. And so it was through that, through me being a teenager, wanting to, to give. And I'm not saying that for you guys to be like, wow, she's so great. No, like, that was, that was totally the Lord and, and him just moving in my heart and cultivating a passion for missions to see the need that, that people need to hear about Jesus. And so um, I went to college. I studied elementary education and, and Spanish because I knew that God could use these, these areas as I was a missionary. And I came back home, and I was, I was excited to do missions one day, but I was thinking, wow, like, I've been away. I'll be home. I'll be a teacher in New Jersey, make some money, save some money, start a family, all this kind of stuff, right? But God made it clear. He said, Tara, I did not call you to be comfortable. I called you to go. And so in 2019, I applied to be a missionary, and I served first in Paraguay, which is in South America. And so I went, packed my bags, bags went to Paraguay, all this stuff, the pandemic happened, a lot of crazy stuff, but I'm going to talk a little bit about my time in Paraguay um, in a little bit. But it was wild, but the Lord just made it so clear that this, there was a need, there was a need. So hopping into the next slide. So what are the needs that you see around you? What are the... Or who are the people that need to hear about Jesus in your life? Maybe there's a specific person that's on your mind. Maybe there's someone that, that, that really needs to hear about Jesus. So I want you guys to think about that as we go on. And as we look at the next part here, continuing on in Matthew. So in verse 37 to 38, I realize I have a different version of the Bible here, so that's why I'm not reading from my Bible. I'm reading up here. So that's what's happening. <laughs> so here it says, Then he said, and then Jesus said to the disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Right, so first Jesus sees the need. He saw that these people were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. They need it. They needed to know about the kingdom of God. They needed to know about the hope that they could have. And then Jesus calls his disciples to pray. Pray for people to go. Pray for the, pray for the lost. And that's what our, our commission is in, in, in this as well. We're to pray for workers and pray for the lost. Pray that people would go and pray for those in our lives who don't know Jesus. And ask God to send people to the harvest. Because people are desperate, guys. I don't know if you've noticed, but after the pandemic, there was just such, an in, uh, such, a, such a huge amount of people that have been experiencing depression and anxiety and just so many, so many, so many different things. I've been working with youth while at my home church, while I'm home. And it's just, it's so wild, some of the things that these kids are just struggling with. And it just seems so much greater than before. And obviously this week, what's gone on, I just wonder, like... If he had known about Jesus, if he had had an encounter with Jesus, like, would it have, I don't know, I, 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 can't, I can't say, right? But um, I just think about these people who need Jesus so desperately. In New Jersey, right? In, in Robbinsville, not just in Costa Rica, but all over the place. And so, um, as, I, as I was starting out on the missions field, I went to Paraguay, like I said, in South America. And um, I, it was an honor for me to serve there. There was... It was a wild experience being there during a pandemic. Um, I, if you want to hop to the next slide, I was teaching English from with to second graders all the way to twelfth graders. So this is my fifth grader class and my eleventh graders. 
but there were so many kids, guys. It was crazy. I'm an elementary ed major, so then I had to, everything I did with, with um, the high schoolers, I was just thinking about youth ministry. Thankfully, I had some experience in that. Otherwise, I would have no idea how to, how to teach high schoolers because elementary is very different from high school. But it was amazing to be able to, to serve these students and have my, my classroom be a place where students could come. Um, and if they were having a bad day or, or just needed someone to listen to them, um, or just needed to cry, and it was just really cool that, that I could be that safe place for them. And this was a Christian school, but that doesn't mean that everyone knows about Jesus, right? So everyone um, in these schools, it, it's, it's called Child Hope. I don't know if you guys have heard of Child Hope. Anyone? Okay, so Child Hope is a ministry, um, an organization, through the Assemblies of God, and all of the children in these schools are sponsored, and they receive um, food, they receive supplies, they receive education, but most importantly, they get to hear about Jesus, and that's like the most important thing, right? And so these kids, um, many times these kids will hear about Jesus, and then they'll go home, and they'll share about Jesus with their families, and it's been incredible to see that parents and siblings came to know Jesus through their, their, little, their little brother or sister. Like, it's wild. Sometimes we so underestimate the power of, of our kids. I mean, not my kids, right, but your kids. <laughs> um, I don't have any kids. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I should probably <laughs> specify <laughs> But um, our, they're, our kids, there's they're, they're so much that they can do for the kingdom of God. And so, um, and while I was in hopping on the next one, I also did, a, this is kind of a bad picture there, but I, I was a teacher for a discipleship group, um, a Christian education class, and I really wanted my students to know that they were able to have doubts and ask questions, because sometimes they would just say the Christian answer, right, like Christianese and and just say, you know, the things that they thought I wanted to hear, but, but ultimately, a lot of, not a lot of them, but there were some of them who didn't really believe in God, and didn't really believe in the Bible, and so if they didn't vocalize these things, how was I able to, to clarify things, or pray for them, or, or work with them, and so it was really cool to be able to um, work with them in that capacity. Oh, wow, it got brighter. Oh, shout out. <laughs> okay, next picture, yeah. Um, this is just some, some events that we had um, on the side. So we, they love karaoke. Guys, I don't know if you've been to other countries, but standing in Costa Rica, karaoke is huge. It's like any party, any um, asado or like barbecue, every, we have to do karaoke. I don't even like singing. And whenever it's like the English part of a song, they're like, Tara, come sing. And I'm like, I don't usually like to, to rap Nicki Minaj, but I, like, I don't even know the words. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> side note. Um, so it, it's awesome to be able to have fun as well as, as do discipleship and mentoring to these students. Um, and the next slide, on the weekends I would work with some youth groups and I would preach, which was a struggle sometimes because it's in Spanish, but I really, really enjoyed being able to serve um, these students and, and be in a different kind of, um, I don't know, in a different type of ministry than just teaching. So it, it, was, it was awesome. But something that I just really wanted my students to know was that, that we were to pray for the lost, right? Praying for those in their, li in their lives who don't know Jesus. And so, um, right, going back to Matthew, right? Jesus was asking his disciples to pray for the workers and, and to pray for those who were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. So we, we saw that Jesus saw the need. He prayed for the workers. On the next slide. Um, we're to pray for those in our lives who don't know Jesus. Pray for specific people in your life, not just vague, vague people, right? Um, pray for missionaries and pastors, for evangelists. Guys, we so, we so need your prayer. I honestly, 
I, I don't know if you feel like this, Pastor Dan, but when I entered ministry, I have never experienced so much spiritual warfare in my life. Like, it felt like all my insecurities just, like, came crashing back at me. So we, we totally use your prayers, and, and we totally feel your prayers as well. Because God can do so much more in the supernatural than we could ever do in the physical, right? Siri's just trying to record me right now. Weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> pray for opportunities to share with Jesus to other people. Um, and, and this is just so important. I, I can go on and on about the opportunities that God has given me to talk to Uber drivers or to talk to some barista or some, a waiter or a waitress because I often stood out. I'm a gringa, and I'm tall, and I'm white, and so people would really, they didn't know what I was doing in Paraguay, and so it was really amazing to have these opportunities to share about Jesus with other people, and, and may we not be so busy and so tied up in our own lives that we miss out on these opportunities, guys, because you never know what your word of encouragement, what your prayer could mean for someone, right? Someone as you check out, or a check out of a grocery store, or a waiter, waitress, a I don't know, whoever you encounter, right? We, we don't know what God can use with those conversations in those, those moments. So we're to see the need, pray for workers, and then lastly, we're to take action. I, I love this part, um, going on to the next part, chapter 10. It says um, that Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them the authority to drive out impure spirits and heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles, their names, <laughs> These 12 uh, Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the, the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out the demons freely you have received, freely give. So I want you guys to see what happened here. The disciples were the same ones that Jesus told to go in and pray for the lost, to, to pray for workers to be sent to the harvest. And those same people who heard this need, they went and did something about it. They took action, right? They went out and, um, and healed people. They went to the lost sheep of Israel. They didn't just hear the need. They didn't just see it and think, wow, that really stinks. Like, oh, wow, someone else will do it. They went. And so I think that's really amazing that, that they acted. They took action. They responded to that. And I think sometimes it can be so easy to think, oh, like, I do this all the time, and I'm a missionary, guys. <laughs> um, that does not make me any better. It's super hard for me to, to witness to my family and my friends still. But sometimes I would pray when I was younger, oh, God, please place someone in my cousin's life so that she would hear about Jesus. But that person is me. <laughs> like, and that's so many times, guys, that's us. We're the ones that God is, is to use and to send out until, to the lost sheep in our circles and in our, in our communities. And so we need to be aware of that, right? Um, so hopping on to the next slide. So these are just some other, um, some outreaches that we did with a, with a church that I worked at in Paraguay. I promise I'm gonna talk about Costa Rica in a second. <laughs> I was just got back from Paraguay, so <laughs> that's what, uh, what I'm giving the recap about. <laughs> but the this church, I really loved this church that I attended because they had such uh, a vision to reach the communities around them and share the good news of Jesus with everyone. Right next door to um, this church was probably one of the poorest communities I've ever seen in my life. It, um, these people lived in a landfill. It was, it was the largest city dump, and they just lived there. Um, kids, families, um, 
people just in, in kind of shacks, and it would be often flooded. It smelled terrible. There was garbage everywhere. There was a lot of, um, a lot of people or kids that did not know their fathers, right, because there's a lot of prostitution happening. And so this church, this, the goal of this church was to reach that community, reach those kids. And so um, they would do different um, outreaches on Saturdays. This was um, one where we painted a mural, and so it was just to give a kid something to do on a Saturday. And they came, and there was food, and um, we were able to do a gospel presentation and all these kinds of things. And it's just so cool to see the local church doing that. And I think about, like, Life Tree and, and what, what our churches can do in the local areas, right? We may not have a landfill right next to us, but that doesn't mean that there's not a need. Um, and, and what we could do by taking action and responding to these needs that we're seeing. Um, on the next slide, this is just uh, the graduation of the, the seniors. And there's me in the back. Um, and I've, they didn't get the right memo, right? I'm just wearing a different shirt, but that's okay. <laughs> um, the next one, this was uh, our end of the year, um, uh, what was it, our end of the year campfire retreat, what? retreat, I guess, <laughs> and this is the seventh to ninth graders, and we showed them how to roast s'mores, it was the coolest thing, they've never done that before, so they're, they're like, this is amazing, teacher Tara, and just super excited. Um, on the next slide, these are just some of my friends from Paraguay, they were absolutely incredible, um, I could go on and on about them, I... I don't know. I don't know what I would have done <laughs> without these people. They're just, they just took me in like family. Um, this last slide, this, is, um, this was when I was leaving um, Paraguay to come back to New Jersey. And these people came. It was, it was 1230 at night. And they all came to send me off and pray for me. And it was extremely emotional. Um, but that just goes to show that they, they love me like their own. And it was so, so, so hard to leave Paraguay. And it was a decision I had been praying about for a while, whether to continue in Paraguay or to serve in, in Costa Rica. Um, but God just really made it clear that, that I was to be serving in Costa Rica. And, and I'll talk about that as in, in, a, in a moment, um, about what that's going to look like. Um, but thinking about taking action and responding, right, um, how the disciples went out and they healed and they went to the, um, the lost sheep of Israel. So how can we tell other people about Jesus in our lives? Like, what can we do in our own communities? Maybe, maybe you yourself have been feeling a call to missions, and, and I really urge you not to let that pass you by because it's the most amazing thing to be in the middle of God's will for your life. Um, it's, it's just incredible. So I would love to talk to you. I'm sure Pastor Dan would love to talk to you about that too. Um, you, can go, you can give to missions. You can go on missions trips, um, do outreaches in your, your town and community. And so um, going on to the next slide. So, right, we see that we're to see the need. We're to pray for, the, for people to go, pray for the lost, and take action and respond. And um, next slide. So now I, I'm going to Costa Rica, right, like I said, and, and Costa Rica has been a place that's been on my heart since I was a kid, and this is like such a dream fulfilled, although I love Paraguay, and, I, and maybe I'll serve there again one day, I'm not sure, um, but I have known people from Costa Rica since I was a kid that used to live with us for a little bit. I went to high school for a semester in Costa Rica, I'm, I'm right in the middle, and I, because I knew that, that I was supposed to serve in Latin America, so I started to learn Spanish when I was in high school, and so it was just amazing. And so some of these people up here, I've been trying to disciple and mentor from a distance, and they're like my dearest friends in the world. So to be able to serve them and be there in person um, is going to be amazing. And on the next slide, um, I'll be working as well with Child Hope. I'll be teaching English. 
but just elementary school, I made that clear. <laughs> just elementary school, and then I'll be working with an after-school program for girls at risk um, called Chicas de la Promesa, and so it's so amazing. I absolutely love this program. I worked with them for a bit a couple years back, um, and they have, an, uh, have games, they do some like theater, and they have um, a snack, but, but they also get to hear about Jesus and have a devotional, and it's just super amazing to be able to disciple these, these young ladies. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So as I, as I get ready to um, serve in Costa Rica, I, and there's three ways that you guys can partner with me. So first, and honestly the most important, is you guys can pray. Like I said, God can do so much more in the, in the supernatural than we can ever do in the physical. And, and we need your prayers. Like, seriously, we're so grateful, myself and, and many other missionaries. Um, and the second thing you guys can do is you can give. And, and I'm so grateful for your church that you guys partner with me monthly and give. I'm, I'm so, so grateful. Um, and as I'm continuing, I'm, I'm going around to churches and talking to family and friends um, and raising support for monthly support. My monthly support doubled, so it's bit more than I expected, but God's going to totally come through, and um, I'm excited to hopefully get there by October. And the last thing that you guys can do is you guys can come. Um, maybe that means on a missions trip. Maybe that means coming in general to serve somewhere in the world, but you guys can also join me and be a missionary um, if God is calling you to that. No, no matter what age you are, no matter where you are in life, um, maybe God is calling you also to missions. So um, it's, it's so amazing, and I'd love to talk to you if you're interested in that. And I just wanted to close with this story. So this is a true story. Um, in 2016, in Qinghai, central China, a small boy fell down a well. The well was deep and dark, and he, he was crying out in fear and terror. And the people of the town, they ran over, and they were trying to, to help him out of it. They threw a rope down and were trying to lift him up, but he wouldn't grab on. He was just so scared. I think he was five years old. And so a firefighter came to this, um, to this well, and he told them to wrap a rope around him and lower him down the well so he could take this boy out of the well and bring him to safety. And when he did, there was so much rejoicing, and people were crying and, and so, so happy to finally see that this boy that was in darkness, that was um, gonna, going to die, that, that he was back to safety and in the arms of his family and friends. And guys, in many ways, I am like the firefighter, and I've been called to go, and, and I'm the right fit for, for what God is calling me to. But I can't get there without being wrapped around and supported and, and lowered down to Costa Rica without you guys. So thank you so much that you guys are joining in this, and, and you're um, helping me to get to, um, to serve and to get to a place where I can share about Jesus, not just me, but, but all of us because of you guys. Um, that we can share about Jesus. So I want to close in prayer. Thank you guys so much. If you want, um, after I have, wait. Don't know, oh, here we are. I have prayer cards in the back, and they have like my all my information on the back. If you want to pray for me, it's a little bookmark. It's great. Um, they're back there. Thank you guys so much again. I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Jesus, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that that you go before us, Lord, and, and that you make a way. God, I just pray that as we go through this day, through this weekend, that you would help us to see the need, see the needs of those around us, God. May we not pass by opportunities where you're calling us to be a light unto you, Lord. May we not pass by that person that, 
that seems lonely or angry or upset, God, but may you use us in our families, in our neighborhoods, in our schools, in our workplaces. God, may we just be your hands and feet. God, in, in Robbinsville, in New Jersey, God, and around the world, thank you that you are so faithful, God. Thank you, God, that you have a plan and a purpose for each of us, God. And I, I just pray that as you're um, laying needs and, and burdens on people's hearts today, God, I just pray that, um, God, that you would just give them discernment in how to go about meeting these needs, God. God, and, and I just pray if you're stirring in someone's heart, God, to also um, experience missions, to, to go on a mission trip, to serve abroad, I just pray you would just continue to cultivate that in their hearts, Lord. May you bless Life Tree, God. May you just provide for them, God, provide for, provide for them financially, provide for their every need, Jesus. Um, pray for Pastor Dan and his family, God, that you would anoint them um, and, and, and be with them, God, and, and just, um, God, give them... God, the, the discernment and the wisdom that they need each week to, to serve and to lead here, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this day, God. May you just help us um, in, in, in the rest of our weekend, God, give us rest and help us to lean into you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Tara. Appreciate that. Um, just wish you had a little energy, um, you know. Listen, it's just, <laughs> you know, definitely can hear. It. It's it's like listening to my sister. It's like, oh my gosh, my sister Mel, so who is also a missionary, um, but just so appreciate what you're doing, um, what you're sharing there, and it is. It's it's important for us to recognize, right, that that we're not helping Tara do her thing. Okay, this is the mission of the of the family of God is to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. That's on us to do that. Now, how many of you want to go to Costa Rica? Sounds great, right? But how many of you want to live there and serve with the kids there and do, like, other than, yeah, Tim, I mean, listen, Costa Rica's not so bad. I could, I could do that. I could be all right there. But for this season in life, God hasn't necessarily called us to do that, but it's our responsibility to care for the people of Costa Rica. And so we partner with the mission of God. We're responsive to what God is putting on our hearts. So this is our mission. What Tara is doing, we're just, she's helping us do that because she's being our representative there. So it's part of the church. So it's all one family. So we are sending Tara as part of our responsibility. So we don't get to say, oh, that's her thing. It's not my thing. It's on us. So either we, either we go or we give or we pray. We, we, we have to do those things. Now, if you don't have the resources to give, that's fine, but you better pray. And those prayer cards are literal cards to help you pray. Like my dad used to say, you know, put them on your fridge. And he used to always tell people to put it on crooked. So that when you put it on the refrigerator crooked, it bothers you. And when it bothers you, pray. But don't straighten it. Because then the next time you'll come back in your reminder, and it's, ah, I should pray. I'll pray for Tara. So just put it on your fridge, on your mirror, somewhere that you're going to remember it. Um, but make sure you stop by her table afterwards. Please Grab one of those prayer cards, and, and let's commit to praying for Tara um, as, as she's going out. And then we're going to give you an opportunity to give. Um, you can give in, in several ways. You can give in person here tonight in the baskets. Um, and you can, if you're prepared to do that, you can give that way. You can also give online um, to We Are Life Tree. There you go. You can scan that, and it'll take you right to our website. So if you can do that, you can do that now from your phone. You can do it later this week. You can do it when you get home tonight. Um, but I encourage you, pray, just say, God, what would you have me give to participate 
to help send and, and participate in what Sarah's doing to uh, Tara's doing to encourage her. So if that's something that you want to uh, guys put on your heart, I encourage you to do that as well. Um, but so appreciate what you're doing, and uh, maybe we'll come take a trip to Costa Rica. Listen, it, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's worthwhile. You have to do it. So we'll, we'll go visit once, once she's there and, and send her out. But can we give one more time just a, 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 a thank you. Thank you, Tara. I'm going to invite the band to come back on up, and we're going to close in just a moment. Um, invite the band to come on up and sing us out. And so as they do, if our ushers would just one last time prepare themselves, and we're going to uh, receive again just an offering. If, you're, if you have anything that God's put on your heart to give uh, to Tara tonight in person, you can do that, and uh, they're coming in just a moment. Um, so just, let's just take a moment, and, and let's pray. And ask God to just speak to our hearts about what he's doing around the world. You know what I love so much about, about Tara and her story? Because Tara is, Tara is not, not, don't take this the wrong way, but she's one of our kids. Our kids are going to camp. They're learning about, about missions in BGMC and Treehouse Kids. Yeah, and just, you can just hold just for a moment. Esther, just hold for just a moment. All right, you can pass. Um <laughs> But she's one of, like us, like just like Tara, I grew up going to camp. And I grew up hearing stories from missionaries. And I went on missions trips. And we're going to get back to missions trips. We hope we're planning them right now. We're looking to maybe do a trip coming up in the fall, and we'll see some other things. And we're, we're going to get back to doing this. We're going to give opportunities again as our world reopens and travel. And we're going to participate short term. But maybe, maybe God's saying something to you different. Maybe you're like, no, not me. I'm just telling you, don't rule it out. You never know. If we would just be open, say, God, however, whatever, wherever, use me. The best ability is availability. God, just use me. may not be according to your plans, but his plans are so much better than your plans. He knows exactly what he's doing. And so... I just want to encourage our kids, just God can, God can speak to you. Listen, say, God, is that something you're saying to me? And parents, pray it over your kids, just that they would be open to whatever God wants to do in their lives, that we won't tell them what they can and can't do, that we'll truly say they're yours, God. Our world needs them. Jesus said, pray for God to send more workers. He didn't say, pray for God to send more givers. He didn't say pray for God to send more anything else except workers. Those who will go to reach. Whether it's here or there, it doesn't matter. But God, raise up people who will work for the kingdom. Who will help others know how much you love them. Parents, pray that over your kids. So let's just take a moment and pray. And then we're going we're gonna to sing a song and then we'll close. Heavenly Father, thank you that you keep calling which means you're not done yet. Which means that you know that there are people out there who have yet to hear that you are giving us the opportunity and the privilege of sharing the wonderful transformational news that you love them and you forgive them and that eternity is promised. Lord, help us to accept our responsibility to pray, to give, to go. Whatever it looks like, God, may we be obedient. 
God, I pray for Tara that you would continue to strengthen her hands, amplify her voice, that you would provide for her all that she needs. Lord, prepare the way for her as she steps out in faith, as she follows wherever you lead. Lord, would you just provide the way, surround her with people, with churches after church, just like ours, who will encourage and support and say, we're with you, Tara. We believe in what God has called you to, and we believe people in Costa Rica, that the young girls, the children in Costa Rica, they need to hear the love of God, and so we'll help you get there. We will do what we have. We'll give what we have, and we'll help you get there. Lord, we commit to that. We thank you. You are good. It's in your wonderful name we pray.